Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Empowered Word of Faith podcast. Good evening, everyone. This is Evangelist Alfreda Lockett Evans, and I'm from Full Gospel Holy Temple Church in Dallas, Texas. Tonight, we have the first part of a five-part series that is entitled The Ten Stages of Christ's Suffering. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, suffered, he bled, and he died so that you and I may have a right to the tree of life. In the book of Matthew, chapter 26 and 7, we are presented with the details of his horrific experience. What we're going to do in this podcast and the next four is to look at the suffering of Christ in 10 stages. On this particular podcast, we're going to present stage one and stage two. Let us begin. Stage one is entitled Christ's Agony Began in the Garden of Gethsemane. Matthew 26 and 37 through 39 presents Christ as he began to be sorrowful in the Garden of Gethsemane. That verse says, And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. As the weight of what Jesus was about to experience began to settle upon him, he began to sweat like great drops of blood. Luke 22 and 44 says, And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Three times in Matthew 26, 39, 42, and 44, Christ cried out to his father, requesting the cup he had to drink be removed from him. Let's read those scriptures. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. Verse 42 says, He went away again the second time and prayed, saying, O my father, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. And then the 44th verse, And he left them and went away again and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Each time that Christ prayed, it was evident that his spirit was willing, but his human flesh was weak, and it had to be brought into submission to the will of God. Christ's experience guides us when we're faced with the situation in which our will is attempting to struggle against the will of God. We must pray until our will gives to God's will, just as Jesus did. Now, it is doubtful that Jesus' request that the cup is removed from him concerned his physical death, because he had made it very clear on several occasions that he was resolved to die for the sins of man. Two examples are found in Mark 10 and 33 through 34, and again in Luke 9 and 51. Mark 10, 33 through 34 says, 
saying, Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man shall be delivered unto the chief priest and unto the scribes, and they shall condemn him to death, and shall deliver him to the Gentiles. Verse 34, And they shall mock him, and shall scourge him, and shall spit upon him, and shall kill him, and the third day he shall rise again. And then Luke 9 and 51 says, And it came to pass, when the time was come, that he should be received up, he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. Now, it's more probable that his prayers had to do with his separation from his heavenly father, which is the ultimate punishment for sin. His human flesh did come into subjection to the will of his father when he prayed. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. He fully submitted to undergo both physical and spiritual separation from his father so that humanity could be saved. Hebrew 5 and 7 says, Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplication with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared. His father heard his prayer and Jesus was able to receive God's grace and assistance in undergoing his appointed suffering. We must remember that God will always be with us as we experience the appointed suffering that we must endure. Following the submission of his will to his father, Jesus was betrayed by Judas. He was arrested, taken before Caiaphas, and deserted by his disciples. And then the second stage of Jesus' suffering ensued. Stage two, Jesus' betrayal and arrest. Judas, the betrayer of our Lord and Savior, betrayed him with a kiss. Jesus' statement to Judas was so warm and touching when Judas approached him. His words in Matthew 26 and 50 were, And Jesus said unto him, Friend, wherefore art thou come? Then came they and laid hands on Jesus and took him. Knowing full well that Judas had betrayed him, Jesus still called him friend. What manner of love and caring did our Lord and Savior show to Judas? Now, if Judas had repented and asked for forgiveness rather than committing suicide, he could have been saved. Instead, he committed himself to hell forever. It is also remarkable that amid all that the Roman soldiers were doing, Jesus continued to show love and care towards them. When Peter cut off Malchus's ear, Jesus put the ear back on and healed that man. Let's read the scriptures. John 18 and 10 said, Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and smote the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. This servant's name was Malchus. Luke 22 and 51 through 53. And Jesus answered and said, Suffer ye thus far. And he touched his ear and healed him. I do wonder, why was this not enough to show that Jesus was indeed the Son of God? 
Why was there no man that exclaimed, wait a minute, Jesus just reattached Malchus's ear. This had to be a miracle. Every single one of them should have fallen on their knees before the Son of God. After Jesus was arrested, he was abandoned by his disciples. Even Peter refused to be associated with him, although he did stay close enough to see what was to happen next. Jesus was bought first before Annas, then Caiaphas, the Jewish high priest and the son-in-law of Annas, along with the Jewish council called the Sanhedrin. John 18, 13 through 14 says, And led him away to Annas first, for he was father-in-law to Caiaphas, which was the high priest that same year. Now Caiaphas was he which gave counsel to the Jews that it was expedient that one man should die for the people. Following that, Jesus was blindfolded, mocked repeatedly, spat upon, and struck in the face. Caiaphas insisted that he tell him whether or not he was the son of God. False witnesses were sought out to put Jesus to death, and two false witnesses were eventually found who spoke against him. Initially, Jesus held his peace, but he finally spoke and said in Matthew 26 and 64, Jesus said unto him, Thou hast said, Nevertheless I say unto you, Hereafter shall ye see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. It was at that point that they decided that his words were blasphemous and that he was worthy of death. This ends stages one and two. The next podcast will hold stages three and four. May God bless you.